Boom, boom. Man. Rest in peace to Prince, man. Jesus Christ. It's been seven hours and 13 days since you took your love away. Boom, 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 boom. I go out every night and sleep all day since you took your love away. Since you've been gone, I can do whatever I want. I can see whomever I choose. I can eat my dinner in fancy restaurants. But nothing, I said nothing can take away these blues. Cause nothing compares, no, nothing compares to you. Nothing, nothing, boom, boom. Yo, I'm definitely finna learn how to play the guitar, cause this shit right here, man. Rest in peace to Prince once again. I have to learn to play the guitar. That shit, why don't our R&B singers make music like this? Was that nothing compares to you? Yes, that's that's man. That shit just came up randomly, and I was like, the, the gods are trying to get me. Like this isn't. I'm going through a phase in my life where the universe is being really petty with me sometimes. Like sometimes it just shit just be happening. I'm like, y'all think this shit is funny, but do we have artists that make songs like this? Current artists. Um. Like I, I'm asking because I don't know. I don't listen to none of these new niggas because every new nigga I hear talk about that they got twenty thousand different bitches, and I'm like, my nigga, I'm not interested in that. Dive deeper, I think. <laughs> I think artists like Lucky Day. I mean, he's he, I don't think he plays instruments, but I think his voice is a strong enough instrument for his music. Like Lucky Day. Um, no, I'm talking about the the um the the topic of the songs. Like, Lucky do he, Day. So he talks about so he talks about losing his girl talks about relationships he doesn't talk about oh i'm fucking all these girls blah 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 he's not uh rapping he's singing mm-hmm. um that's what i'm asking is his he, music he, he, vulnerable he, he, yes he gets vulnerable he gets vulnerable okay and most importantly he is singing okay. not rapping because i just been listening to niggas that i know get vulnerable i listened to climax the other day by usher going nowhere fast we've but there is like a. I'm sorry. I was um, I was you know Tank has a podcast. I um, didn't know Tank. I did know the Tank had a R&B podcast. But I forgot. something RB Money, I think, with um somebody else. I, I don't know who. Am but I, um, you go. know they they were like you know male R and B is struggling right now. Like the girls are washing them. We got Ari Lennox. We got Summer Walker, Janae, um her. Um, there's more that That's I'm not thinking of. But it's really like it actually ties into what I want to talk to talk about today. Like okay. the the I think my generation, just guys in my generation, we struggle with vulnerability in a real, real way. Cause I think men have always struggled with it, but at least in the arts, 
you could see it sometimes like um if you listen to the temptations singing um how i wish it would rain um or i i know you want to leave like that um if you listen to prince that I just did um michael jackson's remember the time um jody sees cry for you um uh, ushers moving mountains you got it bad climax like i think I don't know what happened after the 2000s. Maybe there was some... Hold on. Yeah, because Bryson Tiller was, existed in the 2010s. But I, I don't know what happened after that. I'm but. blaming Lil Wayne. What? I'm blaming Lil Wayne. You blaming Lil Wayne? I'm, I'm blaming Lil Wayne because he Elaborate. is... Elaborate. He is the fathers of the, the current melodic rappers we got now. The Lil Uzis, the Futures, the the... What's the one in jail? Thug? Thug. Young Thug. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't listen to that. Nobody's And, and the people to. that are the fathers of, I mean, the sons of Thug and, and, and Uzi and Future, like all those little small independent artists that want to sing and they and they rapping as well, Rod, Wave, people like that. Like those are our, R&B, our male R&B artists right now, Rod, Wave. <laughs> Um, what? Are you serious? I'm not. I'm not saying it to be facetious. You dead ass right now. That, that's R and B male male R and B right now. Um, wow. who else? Who am I thinking of? Wow. It's it, it's it's a lot of artists like that. We don't have a lot of Urshers like anymore wow. or Babyface. Wow. Like we do, but they're not as on the radio like they used to be. Well, I, that's, that's that's male R and B. That's that's sad. That's really sad. Female R and B is striving. Yeah. The girls are killing it. Yeah. It's, it's just it's, y'all need to figure out, like, what y'all want to do. I don't. So I could. Uh, that's why I, mm, That's why I said that it kind of ties into what I want to talk about today. Because I don't think. I honestly don't think that there's ever been a space for men to be vulnerable. For real. Especially amongst men. Like, I don't know. Because I know women can talk to women. Like, I have women friends. I consider you a woman friend. Man, you just got through talking about some shit. All the shit that I just finished talking to you about. I can't talk to my niggas about this shit. Why? Because niggas do not know how to be vulnerable with one another. Like, it's not a thing that we are taught to do. Our connections can be so surface level. Like, it doesn't extend past, yo, we're going to play Call of Duty. Um, We're going to go to the bar. Might meet some women. Have a good time. Get drunk. But have you tried having that conversation? Yeah, so you know how this goes. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I'm going through it right now, man. I miss my girl. You know what I'm saying? Shit is rough for me. Homeboy responds. That shit tough, dog. And it don't get no deeper than that. I don't give a fuck how much more I talk. <laughs> like Maybe they, you have the wrong guy you're talking to. No, 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 no. I've tried. I've tried. And it's just and it's no it's no knock. It's no knock against them. Because it's it's a thing that I've just been observing, like through male conversation, like even while I work right now. When right now my store, I've worked in a store that was full of women, and I've worked with a store that was full of men, and it's very different. Like it's just the way that we relate. Like when I'm coaching my um, male employees, why you drink that water like it was liquor? <laughs> no, it's because I was like, I was, I can hear my, I can hear myself drinking it. I didn't want to be in the mic. Oh, I got you. Um, so when I'm coaching my male employees, it, 
this is the same thing. Like if I'm trying to get like into like if I'm trying to get beneath some shit, like why their actions are what their actions are, it's hard for them to see it. But I understand that that's a part of what being a coach is. Like I gotta I gotta be able to relate to you on a deeper level than just hey you here to do your job and your job's supposed to look like this. If you're not doing your job like this, then you out the door. And I'm like that's not that's not the way I coach, right? But when I'm coaching my female employees, it's so easy for me to just get into the why things are working the way that they're working with them like that. Like this is just a thing that I've just been observing. Not. I guess intent. Yeah, I have been intentionally looking at it like that because ever since the breakup, I just been trying to figure out like what is life, what is relationship, like what is all of this shit, and then I just start looking like okay. So when I'm talking to my homegirl Jazz, she and I could be on the phone for several hours at a time, just talking. Um, she let me vent. I'm going through each emotion that I have about what's life. How I feel about the breakup, how I feel about dating. Like I'm going all the way through it. And I'm uh <laughs> when I'm talking to uh, my homeboys, it's like it gets to AO. I'm seeing this chick and we did XYZ and I don't know what I feel about it. It's like, yeah, bro, I ain't gonna hold you. Sometimes I be feeling the same way. I'm just out here in these streets, bro. That's pretty much the same thing I'm doing. And I'm like, bro, why you moving like that, bro? I don't really know. And it don't, it don't just don't dive no deeper than that. Like I don't give I could try to take a what is it, a jackhammer and try to drill through this shit and it ain't happening. <laughs> like, and I think it's we don't. Huh, we I think a piece of it is that as men for so long we've been taught to suck it up that we don't allow ourselves to really feel the thing or go through the thing like we just. And even if we do go through it, we don't relate with our niggas about it. Because in certain circles, vulnerability is weakness. And being where I am now, especially as an artist, there's no, that is the biggest strength that you have, is to be vulnerable about everything that you're going through. Because your feelings are your feelings. I don't give a fuck what you're feeling. It's not, it's not invalid. It's real. You're supposed to feel it. And figure out how can you process it. How can you release it. But we, we weren't taught that thing so we don't know how to do it with ourselves we definitely don't know how to do it with other niggas like because the other that's the other thing like now that i'm going through the process of trying to process and release these emotions i'm able to see that oh there are other guys that don't even know how to do it for themselves so they can't it's hard for them to empathize with the process that i'm going through right now they don't Mm -hmm. know how to do it and they definitely don't have the tools to be vulnerable so, when you look at R&B music, it's like, it's like. Some of it is surface level. Yes. And where are the blues and the rhythm and blues? Like, that's the thing. Where are the blues in it? Like, it's the blue pill. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't actually know if the pill is actually blue, but you know what I'm trying to say. It's the drugs. I mean. That's the blues. That. That's sad if that's what it is. Cause no, I told y'all last week, a week before last, I've been listening to Tyrone Davis and shit. Cause those are blues. Those are the blues. I've been. I'm sorry, but yeah, that's the thing. And I don't know what to, I honestly don't know what to do about that. Like with that thing, I'm not gonna say I'm on. I want to give up. Cause I'm not. I feel like like you just told um like what you just said. You should 
say exactly that to your male friends. Say like, you know, how come? And, you know, I feel like sometimes we can't be vulnerable with each other. Like, how can we get to that space? You're my best friend. We've, we've known each other for however long. Like, I want to be able to have these conversations with that you. That shit gay, Shay. Cut that shit out. That's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> When they say that to you, uh, <laughs> be like, you know, it's not, man. We've known each other for years. How come we can't have these conversations? Mm. Like, we uh, both men. We both go through the same things. Like, how come we can't say these things to each other? I don't want to keep it in. Yeah, I mean, I've tried. And to be fair, I think, like, one of my homeboys, he told me the other day, he was like, bro, I don't know. I don't know how to navigate the space of like being in a relationship while like he don't know how to navigate the space of because from his perspective it's like nobody no woman wants a man that other women don't want. Right? That's what his perspective is. I didn't push I didn't push back okay, on Okay division. <laughs> have you heard that song? It's a trash song, yes, I have. Uh but that's what his perspective is. And he was like, You don't know how to navigate that. Like he he doesn't know how to navigate that space of, um, of like trying to be faithful in a relationship, but also keeping, for lack of a better word, his girl on his toes or whatever, right? And I remember me asking him like, "All right, so what if the shoe was on the other foot? How would you feel about this thing?" He was like, "A piece of me cares," and then another piece of me is like, "Yo, but people gonna do what the fuck they want to do anyway." And I was like, "Nigga, that's not, that's not." No, 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 no. I'm asking you, how would you feel about said thing? And he was just like. Because that's the truth, too. No, uh, men don't want, um, men want other women, uh, men want other men to want their girl, right? They want everybody to find her attractive, right? Yeah. I mean, me personally, it's like, uh, yes, I know you want my girl, this, that, and the third, but she with me. Like, it is what it is. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm not okay. So in this space, let me put it like this: in this space in my life, I'm not really interested in the the entertainment of other women. Like, if I were in a relationship, I'm not trying to entertain other women unless me and my girl have had this discussion around polyamory, openness, and shit like that. And what does that even look like? Like, what is how do you open a relationship up to date other people? Without disrespecting the relationship. Like, we haven't... I haven't been there yet. Like, my polyamory uh, <clears throat> journey hasn't started the way that I would like because I'm not in relationships. So, right now, I just say I'm dating. I can't be poly. Like, I'm just dating. That's not the same thing. Um, But I don't know... I don't think that's important to me. And at this stage in my life. Like, I don't, know, I don't really give a fuck. The only thing that matters to me is if my partner... Safe and secure within the realms of the relationship. Everything else we can talk about. Like, vulnerability has to be a thing that I definitely share with my partner around, like, okay, what are the needs that I have to, what, are the, what does she expect me, how does she expect me to fulfill her needs, or what needs are expected to, of me to fulfill? Because I can't fulfill all your needs. So which ones you like, as my partner, I just need these from you. And everything else I can figure out on my own. You know what I'm saying? Makes mm-hmm. sense? Okay. I want to make sure I'm making sense. But, yeah, like it's, as a guy, I don't know. 
I don't think no guy feels safe enough to do that with a girl, though. Not not even just with their boys. It's just, like, be vulnerable like that and just be like, yo, I don't know what the fuck is happening right here. Like, we in a relationship, but I don't know, like, how to please you in every way. Like, I don't know what ways I need to please you and what ways I don't. So I'm just going based off of <clears throat> my past experiences. I get that. Some things are just hard to say out loud because you don't know how to say it. You don't want it to be interpreted wrong. So sometimes you just say, fuck it. And try to fix it your own way. Yeah. <sighs> it's wild. It's wild. Mm. I want to... I want to... That's like a challenge of mine that I do want to figure out, though. Like, how do I relate to other men in a way that's still real? Because I look at... um women relationships with other women and it's like there's a level of intimacy there that men just don't have with one another like just don't <laughs> and i don't know if i even want that level of intimacy i'm just saying like but there's like if let's say y'all on intimacy level number 10 <laughs> i would love for men to be at like a six five i don't think we get past two and three what's 10 10 is just every everything like women talk about Everything. Like it's wild to me how much I'll share. Like that level of intimacy is just I would say like I'm trying to see what besides talking. Now that's it. Like I don't I all of the women that I am friends with that have like a girl group in said group, they can talk about pretty much anything. But I was talking to a young lady the other day, and she was telling me that sometimes in those groups, the group can get a bit competitive. I don't know how real that is because I'm not a part of that. Have you ever experienced that? Like, um, Yes and no. I feel like that can happen in any friend group. You know, it, it just depends on how you handle it. Like, I never, like, I feel, sometimes I feel envious of some friends or where they at in their life. But it's like, I never, like show it because i know that's just something petty in me mm-hmm. you know it just depends on who you are like i can be envious of a friend's relationship but they have with a partner i can be envious of, of like where they're at in their career they bought a house and i'm still paying rent stuff like that you know or maybe oh she just looked good in that dress and i wish i could wear that dress something like that it's just all about how you show it mm Okay, it's interesting. Like, I can be, like, envious of my friend looking good in the dress and I, me knowing that I probably can't wear that dress in the same way. Be like, damn, girl, you look good. But I'll never just hate on her. Okay. It okay. just depends on how you handle it. That's I feel like that's just normal emotions. Mm. Okay. But if you just, makes- like, just start hating, <laughs> you know, that's Okay, that's that different. makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, I wanted to ask you. Something. I don't know. How do you see male friendships? Like from your just as a woman from the outside perspective. Like as a woman, how do you see male friendship or male relationship with other men? Like how do you see that? I mean, I guess I didn't see it like that. I mean, I thought, you know, maybe some male friendships can go deeper than that. That y'all talk about. Oh, maybe not that y'all don't talk about your feelings. But I don't see why y'all can't. You know, because there's just some things that, you know, a female friend can't relate to. 
I know, which is why I want to be. That's a part of the reason why I want to go into it with guys. But that's why when you talk, when we were talking about the music earlier, like that was the thing that kind of just drove this conversation for me because art is a reflection of life, right? And simply an imitation of life or a reflection of life, however you want to say it. And because these guys can't talk about the vulnerabilities that they have, even within their music, how can they talk to other people about it? Because in your music, it's not, it's nobody, it's, this is just you and what you're going through. But you can't even be vulnerable enough to just put it out. So with when men try to relate to other men, it's the same thing. Like, there's this, I think there's a, a fear of not being manly enough to just admit shit like to admit whatever that thing is like it's like man men don't go through that that's not true (laughs) like it's just not but you don't want to be seen that's the other thing i know that a lot of men don't want to be seen as weak as a five foot eight guy that was a hundred pounds for most of his life i know exactly what that's like to not be seen like because i look like this i don't want to be seen as weak i know exactly Mm -hmm. what that is but that's the thing that i've already worked through and yeah, I'm not afraid of being seen as weak because now I'm very confident in my abilities to do anything. So that's not a <clears throat> pardon me. That's not a uh, a real fear of mine anymore. Like I don't. And my nigga, if you are stronger than me, you're just stronger than me. Don't make you more manly than me, my nigga. You are six foot four, two hundred and forty pounds. You're supposed to be stronger than me. Like that's just the way that that's just the way that the game goes. But I can do things that you can't the same way that you can do things that I can't. Like there's a secure there's a that's an insecurity that I think I've conquered, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. And I think I am conquering the insecurity of, of vulnerability, too. I just want that for other guys. Because this space is very different <laughs> than what we're used to. I can say that, yeah, I know that this is... On the other side of it, on the other side of your insecurity... Is a very different and freeing space. But, yeah. What else are we talking about? Oh, but before we jump in there, I think that in your friend group, that you are the, the guy to do that, you know? That shit's so... That shit is heavy. Because once, like once you start it, and, and, and they see that you are the same D that you always been, it doesn't make you any less manly doesn't make you weak to talk about your feelings or being vulnerable they'll be like yeah i, I can too i know that sounds like real corny but that's how it goes <laughs> once once somebody else sees that you know see the difference that you're making that they'll want to join too mm, we'll see i'm not cause i'm not gonna stop that's the thing i can't i can't go back there's it's impossible to go back because how many of your friends are in therapy Male friends. Probably. Maybe one other person outside of me. Maybe two. Maybe two. But did they go like, um, I don't know how many uh, I go, sessions people have in therapy. I go uh, once a week at, um, at the least um, once every other week. Um, but I try to beat up weekly. Um, so I haven't talked about that like i just had a homeboy who just threw in a group chat the other day um that yo it ain't that bad just sitting down and just getting shit off your chest with somebody else mm-hmm. like so and maybe they have to do that first before they do um have that conversation with like somebody that really knows them 
Mm, we we'll see. Cause I'm just I'm just going through it right now. I'm just going all the way through it, and I'm close to the other side of that insecurity of being vulnerable. Like, yeah, I just find it funny that whenever I get into it, like I know that there's a discomfort for them to dive into the vulnerability side of it of things like that. Uh, that's tough. I know where that comes from. Like that, I get what's happening. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So um, let's talk about dating <laughs> more. You you specifically, because uh, last episode we talked about you dating. You were having fun. You you were dating other women at the same time. But now there seems to be. Uh, a so big right now, change in my life. I think I'm over it. Like, I've had a lot of fun. I've only been dating maybe two months. Maybe two months. And I am, uh, I'm very cautious about saying two months. When I say I'm over dating, I'm just over the dating apps. Like, that shit, I'm done with. I, I don't like it. Like, that's just the truth. I do not like the, the swiping concept. It feels too dehumanizing. And I just don't. It does. I felt I haven't been on those apps since March. Like I stopped dating after Carnival, after Mardi Gras, because it's just you're right. Like the swiping is like I'm I'm looking at you. I'm looking at what you're saying, like all from that 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 profile, and yeah. it doesn't really say much about you. Yeah, I'm thinking about you know it's just it is dehumanizing and. I think swiping <laughs> is good for hookups. Like, yeah. I, and hookups, I have too complicated a relationship with sex for me to be going through hookups right now. I can't just do the hookup thing. I don't know if I talked about the time I got cussed out on Tinder, but that was definitely a thing that happened. You got cursed out on Tinder? Yes, because like this in chick. Like This chick. <laughs> so I, I matched with this chick, and, uh, <laughs> oh my God. So I matched with this chick. And it was during the hookup hours. I think that's, that's what it was. Oh uh, no, it was actually it wasn't during the hookup hours, but it was heading into hookup hours. And I was trying to set something up for later on that week because I had to get up early to go to work. Like I had to get up mad early to go to work. And I matched with this chick, and we talk. We admitted attraction to one another. I let her know that yo, I'm not down for nothing tonight. There's nothing like that. I thought she understood, and then I asked her, like, yo, so you just trying to fuck or what? And she was like, yeah, that's what I'm just trying to do. And I was like, all right, bet. She sent me her Snapchat, and she was like, hey, I need for you, I need to be able to come to your crib. You can't come to mine because I am with my, I live with my elderly grandfather or some bullshit like that. And I was like, I know I just told you I got to go to work, right? So how about this date? She was like, no, not doing that. You the type of nigga to waste a bitch time. I ain't got time for that. I knew you was on that bullshit. And I was like, yo, what the fuck is happening right now? Like man, I'm I'm not wasting your time. I'm trying I'm trying to fuck like, <laughs> and she was just like nah nah nah. And I was like, she I feel like either she was trying to rob you or you definitely weren't supposed to have sex with that person. Cause my God, it went love so fast. I don't see how people do that. Like I'm not. She wouldn't like come we, into my fucking house. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I have to meet you at a neutral place first we need to have a drink first we need to talk first before 
we do the do or, or whatever. But I don't see how people just go straight to somebody's house. It was cool in college because we was in dorm. Or invite somebody. But still, that's like a, a, a new, you're not there alone. Yeah. There's other people. They see who, who you're <laughs> with. So There's witnesses. I live in Slidell. She was in New Orleans. Shout out. So you telling me you about to drive this 20 minutes. I, I just didn't believe any. I was like, she that ain't even 20 minutes. It's like 40. No, nah, 40 is from your house to my house. I like, I um, live right off damn, the Damn, what you trying to say? Like, you, did you a 40 minute drive? Uh, but, um, what the hell was I saying? Oh, I was just like, I just looked at her and I was like, there's no fucking way that you think that I'm about to wait the 20 minutes for you to go. Or maybe an hour, because, you know, you got to get ready. I don't know what all y'all do before we hook up. I don't traffic? know. Traffic? Oh, well, how when, late was nah, this? No, it wasn't no traffic. Traffic was not a concern of mine. It was dead late. It wasn't, mm-hmm. a, it wasn't a concern. But I don't know what women got to do to prepare for a hookup and all this. And I was like, there's no way I'm about to wait on you because I got to get up at 5 o'clock. I'm not, I'm not doing it. Um, and that was when I realized that, you know what? Actually, that was thing number one. And then thing number two was the sex worker that I met. That was wild. We both thought that we were trying to set each other up. That entire, that entire interaction, now I look back on it, was just funny. Cause I was trying to vet her out to see if she was trying to set me up to be robbed, and she was trying to set me. She was trying to vet me to see if I was like a cop or something. Like that was the way that entire interaction read. I didn't know that she was a sex worker until she said the word client. When she <laughs> said that, I was like, "Oh, that's why you're talking like this." Okay, cool. What did her profile say? Um, age, sex, location. <laughs> nah, it definitely. Oh, which is. So she didn't, there's no number. I do not have this girl's number. There's a, I met, there's an iCloud account, which allows her to use iMessage, but there's no number attached to it. It just goes through the email. Mm-hmm. So you take, I'm texting the email and it goes to her phone. It's like, okay, that was like, that was like thing number one I should have noticed. But didn't notice it. Um, Thing number two is just the way that she was talking, just like. She was so matter of fact with it, and I was like, "This doesn't make any kind of sense." Like, you definitely, definitely trying to rob me. Um, so we keep talking, we keep talking, and she was like, "I'm naked right now." Like, she just randomly said that. I'm like, "I'm, I'm naked right now," and the nigga in me was like, "Prove it." Like, <laughs> <laughs> she said, the, "She sent the." She was like, "I'm not proving shit until you show me what you look like." I was like, "Wait, goddamn." There's too many scams on the internet for me to fall for this. But being horny. God, being horny. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm upset. Man, I said like a group pick, like me and six other people. No. I swear to I God. Hate I, I hate that. I did it because I was like, I don't know. She's trying to scam me. So I was like, I'm going to send them. Okay, here's a picture of me. And then she sent me the picture of her naked. And then I was like. How you know it's her though? Well, this is the best catfish ever. If she got the naked pictures of the girl that she that she got on her page. Like, I mean, but, but you can save pictures of any woman or a man. That's, that is true. I still haven't met her. Here's the thing. We talked. We must have talked for like an hour, maybe two. And she was just like, um, so what you trying to, because I kept saying, yo, bro, before we do anything, I got to meet you like at Starbucks or something first so I can just see you. And she was like, you trying to date? This ain't what this is. And I was like, everybody trying to date you. I'm trying to make sure you ain't trying to rob me. And she was like, today and today I got other clients. And when she said that, Holy shit. You said an ass. <laughs> and I went, 
okay, okay. Um, is this your first sex worker? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I've been in a relationship for the last five years. I didn't, I, I, I had to meet no damn sex Then she goes, so at this point, I'm curious. I'm like, so what's the prices? Like, I just wanted to know. She takes me her prices, and then she takes me her prices, and I was like, you can do better than this. Like, I did, <laughs> that was all I thought. I was like, you know what? You can do better than this. Not you trying to be her pimp. I, a piece of me was. I was you can do better than Because, well, her prices just don't make sense. They just they just didn't make sense. And I was like, human to human, I think you should you should clarify a couple of things because this don't make sense. Like she has prices for a normal hookup, no limit sex, and a one night stand. These are three different things, but I think the normal hookup is a hundred dollars. The one night stand is two hundred dollars, and no limit sex is one hundred and fifty dollars. Ma'am, how the fuck? So wait, so. Are you telling me that the first time that I meet you, I got to pay $200 and then every time after that is $100? Or is it, I just want to, like, how the fuck does this yeah, work? Like, <laughs> unlimited, then what, how much was unlimited? $150 or was it $200? Uh, no limit sex was $150. That's the other thing. What is, no. what, 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 what constitutes is no limit sex? Like, what, what, what's the fucking difference? Like, what's happening here? Maybe um, Master P is playing. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, <laughs> I, but, I mean, after I found that out, I was just like, yeah, okay, you have a blessed one. Uh, you may hear from me in a couple of months if things don't go well. That was it. I was like, you know what? What I pay for? I did. I started wondering. Would you really pay for sex? Would you? I mean, I don't know what the market is looking like, but I feel like those prices, because you, you told me um, off the show, $80 was a blowjob. Yep. I don't know. It, I, all of this feels like a setup to me. And I just was just, I was just like, I don't, I don't, I don't have to pay for sex. You got to see what the market is looking like. Is she overpriced and is she lowballing herself? I genuinely feel like she's lowballing herself because, never mind. I feel like she's lowballing herself and, yeah, paying for sex. That's, I, you can just do it yourself at that point. Yeah, I ain't there in my life. Not, no judgment to the niggas that do pay for sex. Because I just, nah, I have too many women that are just like, we can fuck. But okay, Mr. Bitches? No, it's not. That's not what I was trying to imply. <laughs> I was trying to imply like, I, you know the difference between that though? What? My thing with women is... They always want more. Like, it's not just sex. With a prostitute, it's just sex. And it's just, okay, we're done. You leave. There's not going to be a conversation afterward unless I'm like, yo, come back. Now, like, is it just that you're, you're the women that you say are here for that? Do they think that you're here for that? Or know, it just might be I, something I more? Nah, I tell them because I can't deal with it. I can't deal with it. How do you tell them? Straight up go, yo, I'm not in the space of my life for nothing more than this. I like you, but I'm not trying to take it no further than this. Just that I am not your boyfriend. I'm not, I'm not your side. I'm not doing none of that. Like, yo, but I do like you. But that's the thing. <sighs> All of my women friends have told me that the issue that I'm going to run into, which I have been running into, is the fact that I don't come across as if it's just sex. Because I talk to you. I talk to women the same way that I talk to you. Like, you're a human being that's going through shit, and I want to talk to you. Like, 
That's how I talk. But apparently, guys don't talk like this. Like, they don't. Like, every single woman that I have conversation with, they, like, have to compare me to other guys. And I'm not saying that I'm better than any other nigga out there. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that they go, you just don't do the shit that other guys do. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that means. Because, matter of fact, the last girl that I had sex with, I told her all of that, and she was like, I actually like the fact that you're telling me this, and that made me want to have sex with you even more. And I was like, what the fuck is even happening? Like, I'm not, not making this up. <laughs> so when it's like that, it's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Well, at that point, if they don't... You... But that's the thing, bro. I be feeling bad, because I, I know that they like me. I know that well, they like me. you're just going to have to cut them loose. Yeah, I know. And that's what's... I'm a people pleaser. It's hard for me to do. I'm a people... That is hard for me to do because I'm a people pleaser and it's like I know you like me I know that you said that yo this is what you're capable of doing but now sex has happened and I kind of want you to go home now what now <laughs> like you, you you mad that I want you to go? I told you that this is what the fuck I, I, I don't want you here I want you to leave because um, now I got to process the fact that I just had sex with somebody I got to process that all right okay. okay so you did that now what what's next Mm, you want to have sex with somebody else? You want to have sex with her again? What you want to do? Like, why is why is that that you think of afterwards? Cause my relationship with sex is overly complicated, and sometimes I try to make sure that I'm really big on not using people. Like, I don't want nobody to be used unintentionally, so. I try to process what just happened to make sure that I didn't use them to uh, satisfy an urge that I had. Like, yo, this was, hey, I just needed to fuck something. You were the thing that I made feel good up until the point to where we wanted, where uh, you wanted to have sex with me. And now that I've done that thing, you're done. You're disposable. Like, I don't, I want to make sure that that's not what I'm doing with women. Right? Which is why the prostitute thing was a thing that was complicated, uh, complicated, contemplated. But still, it's not. Because she's somebody that can be used for sex. Literally, it's transactional. Yep, thank you. Goodbye. Like, <laughs> that's it. I don't have to do no, no talks. That's the other thing. I love talking to, to women. Like, I love it. I love just hearing about the experiences, listening to them, just what's, like, how do they see life, all well, this good stuff. In those cases, you're building, like, an attachment. With okay. these women. Do you want some more water? I do. I keep looking at it and I'm just like, I, I'm so thirsty. Shay gave me, hold on, sit, sidebar. Shay gave me a small cup and then, like a very small cup, and then she gave me like a third of said small cup of water. Because I was out of, you saw I had to um, refill the, the, the pitcher. She poured herself more water than me. No, I did not. <laughs> I actually did. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. But now I'm, I'm just, just savoring my water. Nah, I'm thirsty. I am. I drank the coffee, so I need something to. Got well, we'll keep talking, and I'll. But uh, I'm just. I am trying. Hold on. I'm interested in what you mean by detachment. Like I don't know because I'm not attached to them. I just enjoy them. But I don't have no expectation of what's supposed to come next. But I, so I'm trying to figure out like. What is attachment to you when you say that? So when you you saying that you like to have these conversations with these friends with benefits, but Definitely not their friends. 
see, but you are if you want to hear them talk and want to have these conversations and hear what they have to think. That's building the friendship. Wow. When you're um, you know, listening to them and and having these conversations or whatever with them, that's building a relationship. Building you know a friendship. You're right. Don't you, you know. listen to your friends' problems and hear what they have to say? Don't you joke with them? You're not just if you want to just have them for uh, just sex. Then you need to just come in for sex. Hey, how you doing? You want to drink? No. Well, let's get down to it and then y'all leave. But no, you wanna, bro. But then, you wanna. But I can't. So okay, you're right. You you're probably right. like to cuddle and stuff. No, nah, you can't. Can't do that. Can't do that. Cause then I'm I'm, I'm in it now. You can't cuddle me. You have you, we have like. You but got, you might as well if y'all already pillow talking. You're not pillow talking, like, bro. Like okay, so couch talking. I don't know before so, y'all actually do it. Okay, couch talking. I give you that. But I, I don't know. That's, that's it's interesting. It's interesting. Um. Oh shit. Okay, what you saying makes sense. Yeah, I don't know how not to do that because I value the fact that I don't just do that thing. Because, I don't know, bro. Humans are just interested in me. So I want to talk. Like, I can't help it. Like, I am just interested in how different humans see life. Well, when, um, I don't know how many ladies you have that um, are just for benefits but I mean, if they're if if you coming across these problems, like oh they want more, well, it's because you're giving them more. You're you're basically like giving them lo- a little taste of what a relationship with D is. Now that's but it's so you know what you're right because even my niggas have told me like bro you can't like I do do shit with. <laughs> Um, like, I be taking, like, these walks on the beach and shit like that. Like, I... you going walks on the beach for? Because it's, one, who doesn't like the water? And two, it's just... That's that's a date. I know. Like, but it's not... It's not intentional. I swear to God. <laughs> I'm just... Okay, now nah, I even got Did y'all women. plan... Who planned that? Whose ideal is that? Always mine. See? It's always you mine. want a girlfriend so bad. I don't. That's not... First of all, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> Like, nah, I'm not. Cause I don't a girlfriend. I definitely don't want a girlfriend. Here's the thing. All right. So what if I said I could do the same thing with a guy? We just walking, talking on the beach. I think that'd be beautiful. Why can't I do it with women then? Cause you're not trying to fuck the man. <laughs> <I'm> not, <laughs> you're not trying to fuck the guy friend. Oh, that's the other thing. Cause I do let. Okay, that's it. Cause I that's it. That, end, I just thought about end. I just thought about what it was. No, I haven't met a woman who I hadn't been clear about my intentions with. And like I this one chick I'm talking to right now. Um, she was talking and she was like, I don't know where this is going. We can end up being friends, this, that, and the third, da, 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 da. And I was like, So let me be clear. Um, I have no intention on just being your friend. That's not what I'm in this for. <laughs> and another thing that women seem to like. And I think I need to follow up with the, I'm also not trying to be your boyfriend. I think I need to add that to that sentence. I think maybe. I thought I, you were. You said you were being clear. I am being clear. Like I said, I'm not in the space to date, but it, this is, so here's, here's, here's the way it sounds. Here's, here's, here's the way it sounds completely. It's like, I don't know what's going to happen. Straight up. No, you can't say that. 
I see that now, but that's exactly what I say. I'm like, you know, I don't know what's going to come from this. I don't put no expectations on this. I just know that when I saw you, I was interested, and I'm trying to get to know you. Whatever comes from this comes from this. And I guess. Because yeah. that, that, that's too ambiguous. That's leading up to too many possible paths that, but i don't have no expectation on what's gonna happen but you do you said you don't want to be in a relationship you don't want to you don't want to have a girlfriend but, okay so pause i don't want to but i'm not gonna fight it like here's the thing if i met a chick and i like her and i like i just genuinely like her it is what it is i fucking like her and it leads to me wanting to be in a relationship i'm not gonna fight it i'm not gonna go you know what i okay so let's talk about the this moment when you're talking about uh when the girl asks you what do you want Mm -hmm. at this moment you do not want a girlfriend i say that right i've said i do say that you say that i've said yo i'm not looking let's go back to the apps i'm not looking for hookups i'm not looking for a girlfriend i'm just looking for genuine connection you're not looking for hookups no a hookup happens. my thing (laughs) that's exactly how i say it too i'm not if a hookup happens it happens like I'm truly, I'm only there to look for a connection. If that connection is just through a hookup, cool. If that connection leads to us being friends, which I don't, I don't understand how that happens on dating apps, but apparently it happens sometimes. Cool. If that leads to us being fuck buddies, cool. If that it leads to us being friends with benefits, cool. If that leads to us being in a relationship, cool. Like I don't, like I don't. I don't go into it with no expectation outside of, hey, I'm looking for somebody attractive to see what happens. That's it. Because if, if I meet somebody that's super bad and all she want from me is sex, cool. If that's what I'm comfortable with. But if I meet somebody that's super bad and she like, um, I ain't looking for a relationship right now. I'm not looking for, I'm not looking for nothing, but I like, I like what I get from you. I like what I get from you too. Let's talk. Like that is actually how it happened with the chick that I'm t- I told you about before the show. Mm-hmm. Like that's exactly what happened. Like neither one of us was going into it with an expectation of like a hookup or well, sex. What about the other ones that want that want a boyfriend? What do you do? Uh-huh. Like when you tell them that I don't know what I want, I'm, I'm down for a connection, whatever it may uh, well, be. Well, nobody has explicitly told me that they want a boyfriend. That's the other thing. Like I swear to God. If somebody were to tell me, hey, I'm looking for a relationship, I would go, this isn't, that's not where I am. Actually, let's take a beat. I got it. Let's take a beat. All right. We're back. Okay. So, wait. How come is, all right, so now I have a question. If I can say all the stuff straight up, what I'm saying, because I'm not, again, I'm genuinely looking for, thank you guys for being patient with us on our break, but... If I'm genuinely saying I'm not, I don't have no expectations on what's going to happen. How come it's on me to decipher what women want? I don't think it's on you. That's what I'm saying. Like, but I'm, if you're running into these problems and it's becoming a pattern, you got to look at yourself and say, okay, am I being, um, am I saying enough? So I can stop running in, into these problems when I see that this is following to into something that I don't want or something that I I didn't plan. Do I stop it? 
Or am I just like, oh, I don't want to hurt her feelings. But the feelings are going to be hurt either way. I don't mind hurting people's feelings. That's not that's not why I don't do it. I really, so, I think it's because I'm in a space where I don't mind advocating for myself, like, for real. Like, because I'm at that space, I think other people should be too. I think I uh, give people too much. I think I just give people too much around that thing. Because I truly, truly feel like, yo, if you're looking for... More than a hookup. Because that's, they will, on the dating apps, women would definitely say that. I'm looking for more than a hookup. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't want just a hookup. I don't elaborate on what else, though. It means, I get that because I've had that in my profile, too. But that's just what I'm saying. Like, it's, but I'm not looking. I'm not looking for a hookup, meaning that when we first talk, we're not going to have sex at the end of this night or even on the second day or even on the third day. Well, it just depends. Like, you know, you're not going to get it <laughs> when we first meet. That's right. what right. I mean when I say it. So that one, that can't be completely true. <laughs> It just depends. Like, don't expect that. Okay, it can, that makes it, it can end that way if we want it to, if both are consenting to it. But don't think that that's what you're going to get, even if you pay for my food, if you pay for a drink. Even if we meet meet that night, you're not going to get anything. Oh, don't man. expect it. See? That, I, but I think that's why it works for me, because I don't have them expectations. Like, I truly don't. Like, you know how many women have said, like, uh, I don't know. What it's like to be a woman, but listening to women talk about other guys, I'm just like, my nigga. So you thought that because you paid for her food, you spent fifty dollars, you gonna get some ass? <laughs> like, I just, I don't understand that level of thinking. Like, this is me personally. Like, I don't unless I was talking to the prostitute that told, or uh, the sex worker that told me, hey, eighty dollars for a blowjob. I would expect a blowjob eighty dollars. But if I'm just like taking you out, I'm trying to get to know you. This, that, and the third. And you like, I don't want to have sex. I don't. I just don't understand that. I truly, truly don't understand that perspective of I spent this money. So now I want to have. Now I feel entitled to sex. I don't. I truly don't understand that. I don't either. But I think that's that's the thing that, again, works in my favor. Because I'm not. Like I had one chick I'm talking to. She likes me simply because I told her that I get her hesitations around meeting me in person. She was like, um, you're a guy. I'm, I was like, no. She said that she's nervous about meeting me because I could be like a serial killer, a sex trafficker, this, that, and the third. And I was like, no, I get it. Um, I'm a guy. You're a girl. Um, you don't know what I'm capable of. I'm a complete stranger. I get it. And she was like, thank you, somebody that finally gets it. I'm like, this is the... F- if- this is the floor of bare minimum. <laughs> and it's like, niggas don't even understand this, that it's a risk. It's a genuine risk for them to go out and just meet a guy. Cause guys can be a lot. Like the thing that I wish more, like after I talked to these women, I wish that guys understood more was women treat guys. Like everybody should treat guns. You treat every gun like it's loaded. It don't mean that they all are loaded, but you start with the anticip- you start with the expectation that this gun is loaded, and you move based off of that. Once you find out more information, that's how you handle the gun later on. But right now, this is a fucking loaded gun, and I need to protect myself. Do not do anything stupid. Like, I don't understand why I don't get, like, how guys don't get that. 
Or hmm, maybe guys truly don't talk to women. I don't know. Do guys talk? Do you, when you talk to guys, do you feel like they're trying to get to know you for real, or you feel like they they talking, they listening with the intent of getting some, of something happening after? Um, not even just sex, just something happening after. I won't say I haven't had that experience yet. What? Like the last guy I seriously dated, like we just mutually just stopped talking to each other, but I didn't feel like he expected anything out out of me by the end of the date. Maybe he had like three dates. How the hell are you going to say seriously talk to What you... You said three dates. That's serious. Well, I, I was hated co- I was committed. To, I was talking to. I was just going out on dates with him. I was talking what, to other people, but I was. Okay, that's I forgot. That's how I you was date. physically dating him. Okay, that's how you date. You said you got to do it one at a time. That's why I was confused. I was like, I hate God. You're right. I do want a girlfriend because I hate this. Oh my God, I hate this. <laughs> and that's okay. Some I hate people it. um are relationship people. I'm trying not to be a serial monogamous though. I'm trying to make sure that I'm not doing that either. Yeah. I mean, just when you find that girl, you'll know, I think. You know? Because you'll always want to see her, I guess. You know? <laughs> want to talk to her. Talk to her four hours on the phone. Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's what's next? We talked about relationship enough. Uh, let's, let's go into nigga what you're doing. All right. So what you got going on? Um, Every time we get to this part, I never know what to say. What what do I have going on work? I'm a workaholic. Mm-hmm. I think about work outside of work. Ooh, we got to break that. I'm trying to find other work. Work? I'm trying to find other work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like freelance work. We talked about that. So, yeah, that's kind of sad. I don't but find it sad. I just it think it is what it is. I feel like that's been my whole life. I've always been focused on work in some way, whether it was school. That's because that's what we did for most of our lives. Yeah, like, but that's what I I want that. You know, I I do. I truly do. I want to enjoy my job. I want to know that I'm making something that I'm very proud of, and I want to be able to like use those skills in other ways. And just just build a portfolio. Like I really want that. It's interesting. And sometimes I feel bad because I want that more than I want a relationship. There's nothing. I wouldn't tell you to feel bad about it because relationship. <sighs> Dude, you want what you want. Let me start there. There's nothing wrong about you going yo. I feel like fulfillment in my life is outside of a relationship. Like that's not how I would fulfill myself. A relationship isn't how I would fulfill myself. I think the reason why I'm perplexed by what you're saying is because I think you and I want the same thing. We just use different verbiage. Like, because right now, what I'm about to do after I leave here is go to work, like to my job. I don't give a fuck about that. Like, I'm grateful for it. It helps pay the bills, this, that, and the third. But that's not the thing that gives me some sort of fulfillment that's not it but i also don't despise it no more either like i'm just like all right this is a place where i go and i'm okay here like it doesn't drain me nothing like that it's just 
this is how I'm paying my bills in this stage of my life, right? But as far as the I want to do stuff that build a portfolio like you were talking about, that, yeah. I think we talked about this when we went out to the gay bar that I did not know was a gay bar. <laughs> Had me thinking that these white people were just sizing me up and shit. Shay took me to a gay bar and did not tell me that it was a gay bar. She did not tell me this at I all. I told you that this was a bar that was owned by a couple that is two men. Nope. And they usually have um, they have a gay flag in there. Cap. And that um, nope. a, a lot of males uh, come to that bar. So but it's Shay- really like, it, it, it's, it's just a... Um, an all-inclusive bar. Uh-huh. Sure. Like, it'd be, like, I've been in there, and it's just a bunch of women. I've been in there, and it's a bunch of elderly people, so male just, and female, and they just, it's, it's just a, it's a good set, bar, ain't it? Shay set me up. I want y'all to know, Shay set me up. I didn't set you up. It I wasn't saw, even a lot of people in there. I walked in there, and they were looking at me, and I was looking at them, because as a black person, I immediately start counting how many white people in here versus black people. I can't help it. It's wherever I go. So when I first walk in there, I'm like, holy shit, I am the only nigga in here. But you know what? I trust Shay. I trust Shay. Shay wouldn't send me to a spot where I'm going to be set up. But people are fucking looking at me. And I know they're looking at me. So, Shay comes in. And I ask her, is this the, the gay bar that you told me about? Because I didn't know that that was the bar. The, the bar that I remember you telling me about. I didn't know that was the same bar. She said, oh, this is the gay bar that I was telling you about. And I went. Holy shit, I look like trade. I am in here and they now think you're I'm calling yourself trade. I look like it and I don't even know what that means. What you mean? How do I know that I have gay friends? <laughs> and I immediately went, now it fucking makes sense. Okay, they trying to fuck. They not trying to kill me. They trying to fuck. And I went, I'm more comfortable with them trying to fuck me rather than kill me. Because I'm okay with just going, nah, my nigga, I'm not that's not who I am. That's not that's not how I get down. But anyway, back to said conversation. Um I think, actually, I think it's dope that you find fulfillment outside of that. I just, again, I just look at it differently. Because what I want to do with my artistry and stuff, I don't call it work no more. I just, I disassociate it with that word. Because work to me feels like a, I don't know, like it just doesn't feel right for me to call what I do work. Mm -hmm. Like outside, like the stuff like I performed last Thursday, this past Thursday. I can't call it work. Like, it didn't feel like work. It was just me going up, and it felt like I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. Like, mm-hmm. it felt natural. Like, this right here, us doing the show, this, I can't call it work. Like, it's not, because work is something I'm like, I, I got I to gotta get up. I got to go to this place. I got these expectations of me, and that's not what I feel when I do this. And especially now, like, now doing the show, it feels so real and authentic and, like, something that I'm supposed to be doing in a, in a healthy way. Um, but I said it to say, I don't want you to think of it as a negative thing. Cause I think you are supposed to find fulfillment within yourself before you can find it in a relationship anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what I'm in doing. Um, I'm helping a friend start her business. Are you talking about the vagina candles? <laughs> They're not vagina candles. They're, she, it's a mode of the body. What what part of the body? The the, the like the the torso leading leading to it might be I don't know but it's that's not we're in the pre production <sighs> stage I'm helping her with her website and her label design so 
I, I won't call that work because I'm in, I'm enjoying doing it and it's a friend so I can fuck it up. Well, I'm not going to fuck it up, but, but I you can feel like, safe enough to just I feel safe, yeah, to make mistakes and, and go about it my own way and that it's somebody else I don't know. So that's fun. And yeah, just trying to get, trying to make some money. That's why I'm calling it work. That's Number fair. one. That's fair. Like all of this ain't for fun. Like I'm enjoying learning new skills. That's fair. But it's like, <laughs> I'm, overall, I'm trying to make some money out of this. So, yeah, that's what I've been doing. And, yeah. That's it? No shows? Shows? Oh. I was going to wait for you to talk about it so oh, you can, can have your own experience. We, we can talk about it together. I know, I know what show you're talking about. Yeah, but um, you you do your... Um, you your, got no other shows outside of, uh, outside of that? No, child, no. I just can't. There's shows out there that I need to be watching. But it's like when it comes, because like on the weekends, that's when I spend time catching up on stuff. I don't really watch stuff when I get off work or, you know, something that I can, I, I just don't feel like it. But no, after P-Valley, it's really, I guess, just House of, House of the Dragons that I'm focused on right now. There's no other shows. I think Abbott Elementary starts next week. Mm. Heartbreaking. Why is it heartbreaking? I'll talk about it in a minute. Uh, um, there was something else. Atlanta, I need to get back on that. I'm like three seasons behind. My um, one of my coworkers told me uh, uh, it's good. I haven't seen it, but it's good. Um, speak of the goddamn devil. Uh, <laughs> oh, I watched um. What's that show with Mike Epps and Wanda Sykes on Netflix? The uh, Upshaws. First season was good. The season two was good. I, I haven't finished it, but um, I'm not. I didn't fuck with season two. Really? I just didn't why do. you don't like it? I don't know. I feel I like tr- it's, a, it's it got the same tone and it's still funny. I think I don't know why. Maybe I gotta rewatch it. I truly did not fuck with season two of that show. Like, and it's not. I can't. Even, I don't know why. I just remember me thinking like. Damn, this ain't as good as the first season. That's all I can't remember like this. I don't think so. I think it's just as good. I mean, I think the first season was so good because it was just so different from a sitcom that we've seen. Like, we got a father, uh, a man in the house that is actively cheating, fucking up, and then they cursing up a storm. Like, it may be because it's a sitcom that's not on cable that they can do that. Um, but I feel like it's almost up there with the Carmichael, Carmichael show. Uh, as far as like the oh the, shit, the I did humor. watch that. Okay, I'm glad you said it. When you said the Carmichael show, and you said what it's up there with, I thought of a show. All right, okay, I just want to make sure I have mental note. Continue. Yeah, you can you can go ahead. Um, I'm just I'm on House of the Dragons right now. So, I've done a couple of things that you asked me to do. I watched that movie, the church movie. Oh, Hunt for Jesus, Save Your Soul. You didn't like it. I was not a fan. <laughs> I was watching it, and I was like, I know. There were some humorous parts. There were some humorous parts in that. And then I was just like, um, this ain't for me. I'm just not. It's not. And People kept saying that, uh, fuck. What's her name? I'm Regina. Regina Hall. Hall. That this is her, her Oscar performance. And I was like, 
I don't think it's an Oscar performance. It was a great performance. Yeah, I think it, I think it was good. But I was like, Oscar? Like, I fucking love Regina Hall. She's been in shit better than this. This is this isn't her Oscar. Things are good, but this script, I, it just didn't. It wasn't doing it for me. It wasn't. I was just. It was a lot of things I think they missed out on because, like, I was surprised they didn't have any kids. And I was surprised by the the lack of community they had. Because, like, let's be real. When controversies like this, even if it's not, like, messing with men or any type of accusation against uh, um, a pastor, they still have a community. Like, even though they closed, like... They only had like five people because they closed the church, and the and the since it was closed, the the church member was with someone else, so somewhere else. Like there's still like somebody helping them in some way. It was it was it's never just the the yeah the, little the five. two of them yeah like it was and okay my I think the funniest moment so there are two moments that I remember vividly. The first moment which really made me laugh is when that nigga got baptized again. The reason why that was funny to me, because he got naked, was because he got naked and it threw Regina Hall off. Like she was looking off, and then she saw that this nigga, this nigga is disrobing in front, and it just made me think of that's my man, and I'm a stick beside. <laughs> like it made me think of that, and when I thought she was gonna drown him, I truly thought she, because that nigga was under the water for a very, very long time. And I like in that scene how the little girl, she was participating. She was like, "This is theater," and she, she's right. This is theater at some point. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I didn't, I wish that they include some type of social media in here and like the advertisement of them coming back. Like it didn't make sense that they didn't have posters or, um, you know, posting on on the socials. Like if we're talking about something that's happening in the 21st century and the 2020s or 2010s, like there's some type of, yeah, yeah, churches are real good at doing that. Now that you say that, that is kind of wild that they didn't have it. That is insane that they did Like, I feel like they missed in some areas. They did. But I I know that they were just focused on, you know, a certain part of the story. But I feel like they fell, they lost it in some places. I think so, too. Which is why I wouldn't, I just wasn't a fan. I hated the um, crime mob scene. I hated it. Yeah. I mean, I I know it was supposed to be like a little, because this is a comedy. But it it, it wasn't really funny uh-uh. Because it it's two black people singing that song. Their energy was off. I don't. And I know that they did not know the song before they got there. But that, like, as actors, I feel like they just failed. I think they both failed there because. Didn't feel authentic. Qu- huh? Didn't really feel authentic. Exactly. It was like, these these are the lines. These are the words. I'm going to. But it's like, no, 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 no. You have to embody niggas when mm-hmm. you sing this song. <laughs> and it was just. You can tell they just learned the song. Just, I'm like, no. It's like, I don't know the lyrics to the to the exact T. We knocking and bucking and ready to fight. I like, know that part. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, but when you hear that, you just get excited because yeah. you know it's just. And it was, when they were doing it, it was like, these niggas do not understand the impact that this song has. No, and you it's can bothersome. also say that they're older. Nope. No, sir. No. No, ma'am. Okay. No. Can't get reason why they can't get away with that because that was the early two thousands, G. You're like right. they in their twenties, <laughs> like they yeah, they would have been in their twenties. That's right. what I'm saying. Like they would have been in their twenties, and if it hits us, the people that were kids, that weren't even in clubs like that, mm-hmm. it definitely hit. 
And that's I know the adults that it hit. <laughs> like there are adults that hear that song and it just take them back. Like it's just huh. But anyway, so I saw that. Um what else did you tell me to do? I listened to Beyonce's album. I think I either got there's I hold on. Matter of fact, let me just see. Title You like two months later. Uh two months late. Going through a breakup, bro. Can't do it. Oh, I lied. I got one, two, three, four, five. Five songs. What's though. the last song? I think the last song I heard was Move. Because oh, after Virgo's Groove, I was out of it. So after Move is Heated. That's my song. Yep, after Virgo's Groove, couldn't even hear no more. I was like, yeah, this is why I didn't want to listen to this album. I knew we were going to get here at some point. This is exactly why I skipped this album. And I said, like, well, we're here now. But I will say, it's not. I understand why it has the hype. I get it. I immediately got it. So I was like, okay, she floating. And I understand the, the transitions and shit. I, was, I get it. But it's ain't time for me right now. Like, it was just, it's just not time. And I just stopped. Um, What else? What's another? I heard, Um, what's that? God damn it. Joey Badass is 2000. He is so fine, but I can't get into his music. This album. I don't know what it was about this album, but it just, it connected. <laughs> like, that, it, it. It did something for me. I don't know what it did for me, but it is just, it just speaks to where I am in life right now on this metamorphosis that I'm going through. Like, it just made sense. Mm-hmm. So that's the album that I'm listening to right now outside of uh, um, blues when I'm listening to Tyrone Davis and shit. Um, I feel like, oh, Raising Canaan, Still Hard. Raising, oh. Still Hard. I thought you were talking about music still. Mm-mm, nah. I think I don't think I've heard no more music. I gotta listen to Jacob Banks' new album. Harry Lennox is pretty good. Mm, nah, I feel like that, that that's your vibe because um that's she said that's her Eat Pray Love album. I don't want to hear that shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm saying like uh that ain't that ain't what I'm listening to. That's just that's the energy I'm on right now. But I ain't listening to none of that music. The only music that has that energy is two gospel songs. One of them's a gospel song. The other one is uh. We Win by Lil Baby and Kirk, Kirk Franklin and Never Would Have Made It. Those are the only two songs that is on that, that on that vibe that I'm listening to. Other than that, I'm listening to Tyrone Davis. Come here, baby. Girl, I want to make sweet love to you. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, What else? Baby, can I change House of the Dragons? Mind? Oh, House of the Dragons, absolutely. Okay, so. Let's get into it, please. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I'm trying to make sure there's nothing else before I dive into this. But I don't think there's nothing else that I want to talk about that I'm doing. So, House of Dragons. Um, Yeah, we, ha- we have a show, people. We have a fucking show. There were some doubters. It, we, we have... <laughs> So, what day was this? What was my off day this week? I think it was two. No, Thursday. Today Sunday. So it was definitely Thursday. I'm off. So you know what? I don't have shit to do. I ain't gotta clean my house. My house is already clean. I don't have to do any fucking thing. Let's go for it. So I turn it on, and I'm like, you know what? I don't think I want to watch this right now, but I fight it. I fight it. I fucking fight it. I don't know why, but today you gonna you gonna finish this first episode. I don't give a fuck what happens. You gonna finish this first episode. And I get through it. 
And they cut that lady open. And I went, holy shit. And then the baby died. And then I went, oh, my God. I don't think they've ever been so gory in the original Game of Thrones. I, I have questions. Hold up. Cause keep that. Because I have questions for you. Because this is. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So first, first episode, I just have to get this out. I knew he was gonna kill that woman. I don't know how I knew, but I was just like, he he wanted too bad. Yeah. I don't. I, I just knew she was gonna die. I didn't know she was gonna die the first episode. When though. I found out that she was in labor, she's not gonna make it. I ain't know how. I just knew that this nigga is not gonna choose his wife. <clears throat> He's not gonna fucking do it. And then they said they was gonna do the C-section. C-section. Oh, this is he. He picking that baby. I'm when he told her about the dream. He picking that goddamn baby. I don't give a fuck. No, he's picking that baby. Then they told me that the baby died, and I went, I feel terrible for him. I immediately, I immediately went, I got to watch what happens to him, because that's rough. Fuck. That is rough. That nigga chose the baby, which I'm never doing. First of all, it ain't really your choice to make. I he was, was, I was, cr- but I'm, that's what I'm, but if I get put in that predicament where it's like, yo, your wife gonna die, the baby gonna die. I'm not choosing a stranger. I'm choosing my fucking wife. A stranger. <laughs> what are you talking about? Child. I'm choosing my fucking wife. Like, he, uh, I thought it was cruel. Bro, they in the most that craziest w- way. Man, they snatched that woman. And I the way said, they just yanked her they back. They snatched her up. And I said, holy shit. It was like at that moment, she didn't even matter. Like That's what I, but I knew. Was, she was literally just um, an instrument in getting this baby here on this earth. Like, I mean, like for real. <laughs> like, this is what she got married for. This is why she was pregnant. You have served your duties. Yes. And his br- your time his, of service is over. The reason why I'm so I felt for him was because of everything that you just said. I think I truly believe that he did it out of thinking this is what I'm supposed to do. Cuz I fully believe that he loved that woman and he didn't want to do that, but he also just felt like I if there's a chance for me to not cuz think about it. He got chose because the king prior to him was like he knew that the country couldn't look up to a female leader. Like that is how he got chose. I think the whole uh the whole uh country or whatever the hell they own, continent, whatever, they voted they pushed him to be the the, the um I thought the, the uh, king. It wasn't just the king's um thing. Yeah, and he just he or just made knew, the final decision. Yeah, or they knew that everybody it would be like an uprising if, if a, it was a, a woman. woman. That's why I'm like at, I, I feel I, I feel for him because it's like but I don't care. I don't give a fuck about none of y'all niggas. I'm not I'm not choosing that's the other thing. He did that's the risk that he took. He didn't even know that the baby was gonna die. I'm not sorry. Sorry. She had already said when she said that, I'm not going through this no more. I knew she was dead. As soon as she said that, it was like perfectly written. He said that, yo, he had this dream that the boy came out with the iron throne on his head. And she said that, I'm not going through this. I've mourned my last. I don't have it in me no more. I knew in that moment she was dead. I knew it. I don't know. I didn't know how they were going to do it. And I didn't expect for it to happen at the end. 
But I knew that she was not gonna be with us long. I can't believe that was that the first episode. That was the first episode. A lot happened in that first episode. Yes. It started with a bang. So I truly thought that that girl was gonna be gay. Riri, I thought that she and the newfound queen were um, gonna be um, girf- girlfriend, um, boyfriend. I mean, I, girlfriend, girlfriend. I'm pretty sure that that feeling is there because, like, you watched like the most recent one, right? Yeah. When her and Damon went to the the. Well, that shit was wild. Jesus Christ, so, was that wild? I'm so, oh, I'm not over it, but it's like I'm not here but, for it. I don't understand. That's what I wanted to ask you about, because you kept. I was looking for the incest that you kept. I ain't see it. And well, I hold, on, hold on, let me let me get back. finish that. Okay, I'm gonna hold it. I'm gonna hold it. I'm gonna hold it. And, um, I'm hold it. Go for it. Go for it. Alice, the way she came at Raina, like when they um was by the tree or whatever. I can't the way she came so me. hard, like I can't believe that you would do so. How could you be so stupid? Like why are you so pushing me so hard on this? It was like she was jealous either of Damon or Raina. I think she jealous. I thought Raina. I thought she was Is jealous. Is Raina Riri. Ray Ray. Ray Ray. Riri. Whatever. Ray. Ray Ray. It was like she was jealous of either one of them. It was like, why are you like so aggressive with this? Like, this don't even affect you. Like, I know, like they were friends before she got married with her, um, married to her father. But it's like this was a little out the gate. This was mad aggressive for you to come and be like this. Like she was like, it wasn't like she was mad that she did this. She was mad that she did it with somebody else. I think that. But she did have her back. I I'll give her that. Allison has have her have have has had Ray's back so far. I think I think so too. I think okay, that shocked me. Like and I okay, so hold on. I have another thing I got to go back to. But this I have to get this out first. When watching when that lady died, what I did not think was going to happen was that she was going to be the next queen. Dead like when I when that man said, I want you to go take, go make him feel good. And I was like, who the fuck? What? I knew exactly that's what her daddy was trying to do. But. Because it happened so soon. That's like, what I'm why saying. Why else would, would he push his daughter but I wasn't, to do that? I wasn't, to be I wasn't expecting it. I truly wasn't expecting it. And then uh, 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 they got married. Cause they were trying to marry him off to the twelve year old, and I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah, right? that was so gross. Like all they did was like walk together, but it was like, but that's how, that's, but that is our history, and it's so weird to look at it. Like it's weird to see it. Like that's how human beings were for real. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> I, and it was just like, and she was coached to say that, yo, I'm going to be this great queen to you, this, that, and the third. And, Stop and that's why it's still icky for me with this Ray and Damon thing. Like, I know, like, in the last episode, she's, like, 18. But it, it's still the same actress, and she doesn't look any different from the first episode when she was 14. And Damon, he's he's always been an adult so far, so it's just weird for me. Also, with the incest, and it's like you, we're gonna get that because this is a Targaryen show, and damn near everybody hey. is somebody's cousins. Yeah, but it's just maybe I'll feel better about the pairing because this is the last today Sunday is the last um, episode with the younger actors. Now they're gonna probably gonna jump twenty years where they're. 40 or 30 years old already married and having babies so it's gonna be different actors older actors where we know that they are adults okay. So, so okay maybe i'll I feel could, better with the situation i want to know how do you feel about 
Damon. Because one, in true Game of Thrones fashion, he should be dead. I, I am sticking to this. When he went to go fight that crap, that crap dude, he should have died. I don't care. It just didn't, it didn't make sense that he survived. There's no way you have that many people shooting arrows and they all miss. It just didn't make sense. I was just, in true Game of Thrones fashion, you should be dead. You should be dead right now. That's just not, but I think, I think he's the only person that got his brother's back. Like when he said that shit, he told his brother, like, yo, I'm the only person in here looking out for you. Everybody there, they are in this for power. They they are playing against you. And because he knows that it doesn't matter if it's him, if it's Ray, or Viserys, the king, the current king, the Targaryens have to stay on the throne. Now, does he want to be king? For sure. Absolutely. But he's not going to knock his brother off the throne. Well, let somebody else knock his brother off the throne and not be him. Yeah, like I, That's I, why he's trying to marry Ray, Or he, he asked to marry Ray, Because he wants to be on the throne anyways. Which I think eventually is going to happen. I mean, it makes the most... Honestly, I wouldn't... Oh, you talked about the goriness of the show. I was like... No, nah, I think the original Game of Thrones is more gory. I just don't remember it being like this. Oh, Game of Thrones was a wild show. I feel like... Or maybe I am misremembering... But I feel like Game of Thrones was a uh, because the first episode, like he did, he chopped that man penis off, and I was like, "Whoa, shit!" Ned, who chopped the penis off? No, I'm talking about in uh, House of the Dragon. Uh, there was the episode when um, Damon came oh, with the gold yeah, cloaks, yeah. and uh, yeah, he went through. He got rid of everybody. Like he cut, chopped, chopped off arms, cut off penises. He was just, he was just with it. Also, that Damon, I, he reminds me a lot of Jamie and Tyrion, like a mix of the two. Hmm. You see where I'm going? Yeah. Like the pettiness and the cl- the the witty, the wit of Tyrion, but like the the strong arm and the and 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 the whole fighting thing with Jamie and the charisma too from both of them. He. I don't know who my favorite character is yet. I don't. I, I think it, right now it's Damon because he's so petty. I just think he should be dead. I can't get over the fact that he didn't die. Like that's you understand how much this bothering me, and I don't even understand why it bothers me so much. Because he has, I, I don't know. He's he has like military experience or whatever. Shay, no. Like I just, I think it's. I think I think I know what it is now. Now that I'm thinking it through, I think it's because the last, the last season of Game of Thrones. Remember the. Uh, the big battle in the north, like when the snow people came, I can't even remember what they were called, but the snow people finally came and um, Arya killed the snow. The head yeah. snow. Like I remember looking at that like so much, so many more of y'all should be dead right now. I don't understand. Like the Red Wedding set a tone for me when it came to Game of Thrones. Like, oh, actually, nah. When Ned died, it set a tone like, oh, anybody can die at any given point in time. And, it and, just, and, and they did. But I'm saying, like, for me, it just didn't make sense that Damien didn't die. It was like, oh, this is when I'm going to get a major death of a character early on. Like, it, mm, you, 
I, Ned he, died before the first season was even done. But the show was never about Ned. We didn't, he was the main character for no, it. He, he, he wasn't. He, he died he was, in the first season, didn't he? He did, but what I'm saying is... The main was, character was it was it was John. It was let me, um, let me rephrase it was kids. Let me, let me rephrase it. He was top billing for majority of the first season up until he died. Like That's what I mean. Like He was... the His arc or uh, his... His storyline was central storyline up until his death. So I thought that's what, what was happening here. I thought that they were going to go, oh, we're following what's happening with Damon up until this point, and we're going to see how his death plays into the rest of the story. Because I mean, even after Ned died, his death still sparked, how many kids did he have? Like five or six? However many kids he had, it sparked five different storylines into the show. I thought that's what was happening with Damon. Like, okay. I mean, it could still happen. <laughs> I mean, only in you're the right. Episode. You're right. I'm just saying, like, it, it didn't make sense that he survived. That's all. But I decided to say, I don't know if I have a favorite character. Because I'm not too fond of Ray Ray. I'm not. I think the last episode kind of showed the flaws in everyone. Mm-hmm. The flaws in Damon. Because I, I believe... That he was very strategic in bringing her out to that 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 whorehouse, you know, taking off the 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 the, the mask and, and and the, you know, showing their face. Like he knew what he was doing that this was going to look bad for her because it looked bad for you. But you're a male and you can do this. You can have as many kids. You can fuck how many however Absol- you want absolutely. and not have a problem. But absolutely. her supposed to be a virgin. Her not married. <laughs> Are you still a maiden? <laughs> no, she's not. But I also love that the uh, Viserys was still like, you know, this is my daughter. You're not going to just say whatever now. It's going to stay within this house. You know what I mean? And she's yeah. still going to be um, um, my heir. But take this plan B just in case. And that was wild. That was... That was, that, that was that was such a beautiful moment to me. Like when he, like your daddy told me to bring this to you. Look, I know what, I, I know what you said. That was like such an honest parent moment. Like I know what you said. But, but you're exactly you gonna take this guy. You go, just, uh-uh. just in case. Here's Plan B. Just in case. I ain't even gonna be in the room with you when you. So you gonna make the decision for yourself. Yeah. I was like, this is. Cause you know the truth. I don't. You know. So get. I am giving you a just in case measure that is just for you. He not going to be in the room with you when you drink it. None of that. He just going to bring it to you, and it's your decision to make. You know the mm-hmm. truth. And I like the fact that she, that she she fucked that night. You didn't? Didn't. I didn't either, because I like, I like him. This ain't going to end well for him. It's not. That's, that's all I kept thinking. I, this is not going to end well for him. This is where we see the flaws in Ray. That in, in, in the Targaryens, all of them. Oh, the way that he described them, like, yo, they, they got the blood of the dragon in them. They're reckless. They're young. I, ooh, yeah. I just like the dialogue here. I love. That's when you they, said there were they books. They use people. They use people. When you said that they... Ha! <laughs> ah. Personal life moment right there. He just caught up to me. Uh, nah, we talk about that affair. But, uh, <laughs> uh, when you told me that there were books, I was like, I might fuck around and read these fucking books. Cause, uh, them type of books are dense. I like that Like, shit. it's so, it's, but it's I'm so tr- dry. I'm trying to figure out, okay, so off of that, let's dive back into what am I doing personally. Because I don't think I, you got any more to talk about with Game of Thrones, uh, House of the Dragon, before I dive off of that? Because when mm. you said the dense thing, it made me think about something. 
I'm trying to figure out what exactly is relaxation. Like, for real. Because I don't think that too much activity in the brain is relaxation. Like, it's like relaxation. Like, I think that uh, relaxation is more than... Like Netflixing, like that's still your brain getting too much. Like you still taking in too much stuff. I don't think that's relaxing either, because it's me. I have to concentrate. Exactly. On or gaming, or even just scrolling through TikTok, and I'm like, Sim- playing The Sims is relaxing for me. But I don't, I don't know that it's not. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to figure out like what is real relaxation. Like, I'm, because. There was a great TikTok that I saw that was talking about relaxation versus distraction. Like, am I distracting myself by doing this thing, or am I truly relax, relaxing? So I'm just trying to figure out, like, what that is. Where we at? I know we've been talking for a while. Yeah, maybe we can save that conversation for the next one. Yeah, we're about to hit an hour and a half. I think we're getting to where I want us to be. But, guys, I thank you so much for listening hopefully this episode was dope to y'all because it was dope to me and um follow us on social media at dope discussions i thank y'all so much you can follow me at just call me d oh i have a show in hattiesburg on september 30th i am crafting a set i've been doing this stand-up thing for 10 years that is wild um i've really been doing that shit for 10 years but i thank you so much for listening and remember no matter what you do be true to you we up out of here Peace. I gotta go to Target again.